There's something I've been thinking about a lot ever since COVID-19 radically changed how we live our day-to-day -day lives. Ever since we started limiting our travel, sheltering in place, um, practicing physical distancing while discovering new ways of social connection, and all the other recommendations that we're doing our best to follow to keep ourselves healthy, our families healthy, and our communities healthy as well. And it's a memory of great joy and celebration, believe it or not. And it's something that took place every Friday night in my undergraduate years. And so a group of friends and I would gather together uh, on Friday evenings and we wouldn't go out partying or drinking. Instead, we would go to the local Jewish congregation for their Friday evening Shabbat services. And so we were all theology and religion students. And so this is a testament to just how wild the theology and religion students would get on Friday night. And so we would go to congregation Etz Chaim, Tree of Life. And the reason we kept going week after week after week is because it truly was a celebration uh, of joy, even amidst sorrow and grief and pain and all the in-between in life. The congregation still came together and said, yes, we are alive and let's celebrate in the here and the now in this moment. And so they would sing out exuberantly. And I remember every time they would sing out the Shema, people were clapping and dancing. The rabbi would grab the massive Torah scrolls and dance throughout the aisles of the congregation. And so it truly was a moment of renewal and happiness, um, even amidst the complexities of life. And afterwards, during what they call Oneg, which is kind of like a fellowship hour, we'd get our little cups of wine and all the snacks that they had to offer, and we would get to know the congregation members. And they'd have a lot of questions about us and get to know us, and they just embraced us so warmly, and we just felt at home in that congregation week after week. And so I've been thinking a lot about those memories. I've been thinking about the reality that we are not gathering here in this congregation um, and celebrating Sunday morning uh, with one another and what that loss means for me and for all of you. But I've also been thinking about the concept of Sabbath. Uh, and in Ju our Jewish and Christian traditions, Sabbath is a commandment from God. And it's not just to remember the Lord's day, but it's to also cease from our labors, to rest and renew. But even beyond resting and renewing, it's an opportunity for us to remember the complexities of life and to sit with the complexities of life. Uh, during many Sabbath services, the mourner's Kaddish is said, and so it's an opportunity to rest in our grief and our loss as well. And there's a lot of grief and loss in the world right now. And so Sabbath feels like a very appropriate image, um, that opportunity to rest in everything that's happening to us, to just sit with it and wrestle with it. But there's two other concepts related to Sabbath that I'm thinking of in this time. And one is Lent, which comes from our Christian siblings who are just wrapping this up as they look toward Easter. And Lent is that journey in the desert. It's that journey of feeling alone, of being in the wilderness, of not knowing, of sacrifice. And there are a lot of sacrifices and not knowing and loneliness in the world as well. But also Passover. I'm thinking of Passover, which our Jewish siblings will begin celebrating on Wednesday. And uh, the Passover is the perfect image for what our world is going through right now. And many of you will know the story far better than I do, but it does involve the Pharaoh and Moses and uh, the Hebrew people uh, seeking their freedom from their bondage in Egypt. Um, but one part of the story is especially uh, pertinent to this time, and that is all the plagues that were rained down upon Egypt uh, from the Hebrew God uh, leading up to their freedom from slavery. 
And this will test your knowledge a little bit. Let's see if you remember the plagues as well as I do. Uh, the 10 plagues uh, that culminated in the Passover were water turning to blood, amphibians, gnats, flies, disease on livestock, unhealable boils, hail and fire, locusts, darkness, and of course, the most famous death of the firstborn. And all of these are taken from the book of Exodus chapter 7 through 11, so you can look these up and read them um, if you feel so moved to do so. Though it feels like if you turn on the news, you're getting just uh, uh, enough of plague uh, and pestilence in this moment. Um, but many of you will also think of these ten plagues and think of a classic movie, that of course being the Ten Commandments starring Charlton Heston. And there's one scene in particular uh, that I've been thinking of as I'm thinking of pestilence, and it's this. If it is not forbidden to look upon the breath of pestilence, then see, for it is here. What a more apt image for us in this time right now. We literally have the blood of the lamb smeared on our doorways so that the pestilence will pass us over. And we are opening up the doors and watching it go by. We're seeing people that are not practicing social distancing. We're seeing the pain and the suffering that is being wrought upon the world, uh, many times by our world leaders who are not doing their best uh, to confront this pandemic, and even by people who just will not listen to the advice. Uh, here we are wrestling with pandemic and pestilence. We are hoping that it will pass us over in this time. And yet we know that there are people that will be dying that we love. Friends, hopefully not family, people that we're connected with all across the world. This is a very hard time. And so while it might be funny to look at the Ten Commandment movie and to look at some of those clips and to get some laughter out of this, because we do need laughter in our lives, especially in this time, um, it even calls us to remember that uh, even in the celebration of Sabbath and Passover, there is a remembrance of how hard life can be, of the challenges that we will face. And the beautiful thing about Judaism is that it lifts up those challenges and it names those challenges. It doesn't shy away from the challenges. It doesn't say, oh, some people might have suffered. It says people died during this time and this time, whenever the Hebrew people have been persecuted. People died and suffered and fought for their freedom. And so it lifts those things up and names them. And I feel that we need to name them in our time as well. To live the spirit of Sabbath and Passover and to rest in the difficulty that is our lives. And so I think a lot about these things lately, and I think about all of you, and I feel that there's an invitation to the spirit of Passover and Sabbath, right here, right now. And there's another thing that uh, I've been thinking about related to this, not just uh, the uh, terrible things that are unfolding with the COVID-19 pandemic, um, but also with just how our culture has shifted and stopped. And what does that mean for us? And so I can be very honest with you in that I don't miss Sunday morning having meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting and people not having enough space to meet in the rooms because what are we doing if the church is just being as busy, as overworked, as exhausted, as fraught and hurried as the wider culture? Because I truly believe religious community is supposed to be counter-cultural. And so I don't miss those things at all. I don't miss all the other things that I was cramming into my life to stay busy all the time. 
And I know the journey through this was not an easy one. I am just now coming out of that journey, realizing my schedule was turned completely upside down, and there was a deep well of grief and unknowing in that moment. Who am I when my schedule isn't packed always? Who am I when I'm called to learn something completely different on the spot? Who am I if I'm not my meetings and appointments and rallies and clergy uh, meetings and all the other things that we cram into our lives? All the travel, all the moments of having to do something, of when we find a moment of silence to cram our ears with music or podcasts, of constantly multitasking. Who are we if not those things? And this, I think, is the broader question, not just of Sabbath and Lent and Passover. This is the broader question we all need to wrestle with. Who are we now? Who are we in this time of pandemic? Who are we, the Unitarian Universalist Church of Lexington, when we cannot be in our physical space and we don't have meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting? How can we find rest and renewal in our church life, not just in this time, but when we are together again? How can we truly live Sabbath? How can we live the spirit of Passover and Lent? Those are the questions that I am wrestling with. And I hope those are the questions that you'll be wrestling with, too. We don't need our lives to be constantly packed time and time again. And if your life was that way, and if your life is still that way, I'm going to challenge you on that. I'm going to challenge you to step back, to find what you don't need to be doing, to find the things that are exhausting you, and to let go. And maybe you already have been forced to let go of a lot of things in your life because they're canceled. They're just not happening. And how do you feel with that? Is there some grief in that? And there probably is. But is there also a moment of, oh, I'm finally getting to do what I need to be doing for me and my family and those I love? Those are the questions that we are called to wrestle with as Passover comes and our Jewish siblings are figuring out how to celebrate this most important day for them. Uh, one of many important days, but during this time of year, um, as they remember that call to rest in their lives as they are. And so that is the challenge for all of you. Blessed be. Amen.